0: Welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. We're back after another little break. Uh, I'm, of course, your host, Ross, and with me is Dave. Hi, are you all right? Yeah, good, mate, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, yeah. Still uh, prepping for the draft, aren't we, now?
1: Yeah, that's how we're here, isn't it? Very, very oh, much yeah. in draft season. It's a
0: week away as we record this, and as we release it, because it's getting released and recorded on the same day. Uh, we've got a bit of news to cover, some high-paid quarterbacks, Some uh, the schedule's been released today, so we'll go through a few of the tasty matchups in certain weeks. And then we'll have a look at Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock draft um, a week away from the draft, and see kind of what we think, see if it's in tune with where we're thinking players are going. But um, let's start, Dave, with Russell Wilson. He is now the NFL's highest-paid player, uh, thirty-five million a year, four-year deal, one hundred and forty million dollars, um, with one hundred and seven mil guaranteed. And no trade clause. I've never heard of that in an NFL contract before. I'm sure it's not a first, but yeah, that's a more of an NBA thing. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I didn't remember hearing it before either, actually. I, I saw that when it first came out. But, yeah,
0: apparently yeah. a few other players have got this, but obviously I'm happy. We've tied down our quarterback and it is a lot of money, but it's just resetting the market in two years' time. He'll be looking like he's been vastly underpaid when Holmes gets a new deal and Rogers gets another huge deal and... Players, it wasn't right that he was the twelfth highest paid player behind players like Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Stafford. I don't think so.
1: No, and it's how you say it just resets every time one yeah. of these players gets a new deal, that benchmark goes up another few million, doesn't it? And it's just the way it goes. But like, yeah. I think I think a lot of people look at it and think they're paying a lot of money. But I mean, teams are out there paying like left tackles £20 million a year. <laughs> exactly. Like if you if you're going to pay left tackle 20 or Russell Wilson this money then give me Russell, Russell Wilson every day of the week yeah proven proven what he can do in the
0: league and some of the stats on him um, <coughs> since 2017 he's got the most passer touchdowns in the league which is quite surprising teams think we don't throw the ball very often uh, first seven seasons he's got the most wins by any quarterback in NFL history and he's got the second all time highest passer rating so like he deserves the money basically yeah
1: yeah. I think I think we've discussed like sort of issues that he does have on his podcast yes. a few times and sort of there's he's an incredible talent but he does have his flaws but hmm. i just all the talk of new york to me just did not make sense because i don't know teams just don't let players like wilson go do they it doesn't happen
0: no exactly the rumor was we'd get two their two first round picks this year plus their second round pick plus next year's second round pick as well Like that would be, probably be worth the player i think but then what are you going to get with two first round picks unless you use that to trade up and get Kyler Murray? Then it's not really like you're not going to replace Russell Wilson and what he can bring to the team.
1: No, it's that them draft picks are good, but then you have to hit on them draft picks. And mm. Would you, be, with them four players, would you even find four players that even add up to Russell Wilson? And the, the exactly. end of it is, yeah, our I,
0: first round picks have been appalling apart from Mel Thomas yeah. in recent years. So, yeah,
1: it's not been, not been a good run. So, <laughs> no. yeah, I think. To me, it was always just sort of like the agent talks arrive, isn't it? But you, you know, one of these mm. we see it all the time in like football here, yeah. don't we? These players linked with always oh, going to sign for Man United or bloody blah, and then yeah. a week later it's not a new deal. It just always felt like that to me. It just didn't ever feel like it was going to be something that ever came to anything. Yeah,
0: it all kind of came to head on because Wilson set an imposed deadline of uh, the first day of training camps, and he wanted the deal done by then. and It wasn't helped by Peter King saying if the deal's not done today, he's never signing a long-term deal with the Seahawks, which just makes me think, that's that's insane. Like, What if they had gone two days past the deadline, but they'd come back with an even bigger deal than what
1: he'd signed? Would he not have signed it? Yeah, it's all talk, isn't it? yeah it's it's all just negotiation isn't it all just tactics but it felt like everyone in the media seemed to buy into the fact that new york was a realistic possibility which was the only thing that gave me like a slight doubt that there was like lots of like quite big name people saying mm. that it was a real thing and like he did actually want new york but yeah it always felt like up until well about two days before the deal actually got done that it was all just talk but yeah, yeah in the end he released a bit of a creepy video if anything wasn't it and, yeah very weird so, who sleeps in that yeah. many gold chains that's just dangerous yeah. russell just does not look comfortable does it but <laughs> yeah he was uh obviously uh obviously likes them chains but yeah, oh, yeah it was a weird video but yeah it was it felt inevitable that he was going to sign there because i'm not i'm not sure teams pulled the trigger on that sort of deal to get him anyway and i, I don't no. i just don't think a team could ever give up enough where it would make me want to trade him away
0: no, yeah, they've always said three first-round picks is the like that's, that's where you start for a, a starting quarterback in the league, and it's arguable. But for me, a top-five quarterback in the league, and you, you just don't find those in the draft. Like Mayfield's no, great, Donald's a great quarterback, but they're not up there straight away. It takes time.
1: Yeah, and they if they if everything pans out, they might become Russell Wilson. You yeah. know, it's it's that sort of side of things. Then yeah, you know, it yeah, it just didn't make sense. Because They're a team that's sort of in a bit of a rebuild, but they're not a million miles away, are they? Yeah. You know, they're they're maybe not the favourite going into next year, but they're definitely still a challenger in the NFC. And, I mean, giving up Wilson, it might mean you don't even make the playoffs for the next 10 years. But on how it works out, and, yeah, you don't want to be one of them teams.
0: No, not at all. It must be dismal to watch one of those teams. We were apparently rubbish last year and we still won 10 games. I think that's kind of roughly where we get again this year, which is enough to make the playoffs.
1: Well, the Patriots are rubbish, weren't they last year on the Super Bowl? So
0: you know, exactly.
1: I'll, I'll take me in these rubbish teams if uh, if you have a good quarterback. Yeah.
0: What do people know on the eighteenth of April? Basically? <laughs> yeah, it's what we're trying to say. Yeah. Um, Rob Gronkowski he may have retired, but he's still causing headlines in the NFL. He's <laughs> dented the Lombardi, <laughs> or oh, a Lombardi.
1: I've never seen a story more <laughs> Rob Gronkowski than that. <laughs>
0: It's yeah, ludicrous. He was lining up for uh, in, in a baseball stance with the Lombardi, and actually bunted the ball. Uh, I think Edelman pitched it, and he actually hit the ball with the trophy and has left a dent in it.
1: Yeah, I think mean, the <laughs> Patriots released a video, didn't they, of a few of them talking about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone there was like, "Oh, he's not actually going to hit." Yeah, not actually going to hit these, the baseball with the trophy, and then <laughs> you know he actually did, and uh, yeah, it's a big dent right sort of the end of the football on that trophy. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, unique now that trophy, but <laughs> yeah, I quite like it though. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good story, and, you know, I don't, I'm not sure anyone else in the league would really get away with it like he no. will. But you know, he's retired now. So he what does he care? What are we going to do? Find him? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, just having a quick look for any other any other headlines that are out there really, and there's not been a great deal. I mean, the next biggest story is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's got quite a put on quite a bit of weight over the off season. Uh, He's, the NFL describes it as his weight gain due to a smorgasbord of birthday cake this off-season because he's got seven kids I think, isn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah, something like that. Another, <laughs> one, of these, uh, another one of these quarterbacks. That... It's a long off-season. They've got nothing to do, I suppose. Yeah, i So
0: Yeah, sorry, yeah you've got to fill your time somehow. <laughs> um, Leonard Fournette was uh, arrested again this yeah, week yeah. for driving, knowingly driving with a
1: suspended licence. It, it, it seemed, because when the story came out it seemed massive but I saw after it seemed a bit sort of not quite as big a deal as it seemed but yeah it's not a good sign for a player that's not necessarily like no sort of set the world alight especially last season he wasn't uh, at his best was he I know Doug Marone kind of laughed it off but I can imagine
0: um, Tom Coffin upstairs just seething at this because he, he yeah. doesn't like Fournette does he at all
1: no I think it's one of those things where if it was a player who they liked I don't know for the general say that Nick Foles happened mm. to him I would even really care but no. a player that they're already sort of a bit down on it's uh, just another Another thing to sort of be annoyed about, isn't it? Yes. Um, Carson Wentz is still not
0: fully healed from his back injury that he uh, suffered last season, uh, last December, in fact. There's a stress factor in his back, and that could be bad news for the Eagles. Yeah. So he's got some time till season starts, but there's no Nick Foles there to save them anymore.
1: No, we saw last year that rushing it back didn't really work out too well for a <laughs> And Yeah, it's... <sighs> Yeah, it's a, a hard one because obviously they've got rid of Foles now and they haven't quite got that backup plan that they did have before. And, you yeah. know, Yeah, a team that, I don't know, still probably fancy their chances. It was only, what, 18 months ago. Like, not even that, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And now it's sort of a, yeah, a bit of a team on the decline, I think. <laughs> they didn't have much of a window, did they? <laughs>
0: no, it was that was it. Like, a lot yeah. of those high, uh, high-paid players have left or are going to be leaving soon. Um, Adam Thielen got a big... Contract extension, four years, sixty-four million.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, my first, my instinct is that it's a lot of money, you know. It's, it is, yeah. And uh, like, I, I think Adam Finn's is a really good player, but I think we saw at the end of last year that I don't know, he didn't quite, he didn't finish that season the way he started it, did he? It was a, no. uh, yeah, it's a lot of money, and I think it's a bit of a risk, a bit of a risk. This deal, I don't think. I dunno, I didn't really see much criticism of it, but yeah, my instinct was that it's a bit much but have got a hell of a lot of money tied up in him, uh, Stefan Diggs and
0: uh cousins for a team that wants to run the ball. Like, yeah. That's a lot of money in three key players that aren't running backs
1: Yeah, and I think when they sort of played a bit better last year was when they could get Dalvin Cook on and sort of just keep giving him the ball when yeah. he was the sort of focal point. So yeah. I mean I think Feeling's a good player, but I'm not sure I'd want to be the team who paid him that sort of money but no, you know, it's it's one of them spots where they can't really afford to let him go, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm not sure paying him is the greatest move in the world, but yeah, it's one of them, you sort of almost forced into because I don't think fans would be <laughs> sort of buying it if you said, "Oh, we're trading him because he <laughs> wants." Yeah, we more. don't want to pay him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, the Giants—they've signed their number one receiver Sterling Shepard Signed a new four-year contract, forty-one
1: million dollars. Yeah. Kind of, they had to, didn't they? Basically, yeah. Yeah, you've got to increase his trade value for next off-season, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Get that deal in now and, yeah, not risk him leaving for nothing.
0: And um, Chris Hogan signed a one-year deal with the Panthers. Sad to see him go or just happy that he's gone?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird because at one stage he was very productive for the Patriots, but, you know, I think last season showed, I don't know, I don't know if he's just done as a player now or what, mm. but, yeah, he was not he was not that same threat last year and, I I, I can remember for that one season he just seemed to he just seemed to be running deep and just getting free like every other play where last season it looked like he could never get more than about half a yard away from a defender so (laughs) I don't know he just lost that bit of burst or what but yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure how successful he's going to be as a Panther to me it doesn't feel like that great of a a wide receiver for Cam and yeah I'm not sure this could be one of their moves that Sort of, anyone's really remembers in a year's time, yeah. Uh, the Patriots have signed two players, Demarius
0: Thomas to a one year, six million dollar deal, and Austin Safarian Jenkins to a one year deal as well. Um, thoughts on
1: those moves, though? I mean, yeah, they're they're weird moves, aren't they? I think the Safarian Jenkins one, I like that one just because it's basically risk free, we're barely paying him any money, and you know, he's I think the upside's there with him. I think he's yeah. a talented player, he's who, flashed before, is not he? Yeah, and he maybe hasn't been in like the best situations and you know, worst case scenario he doesn't work out and we've paid him I think he's getting less than a million, I'm not sure he doesn't get much he doesn't get a much though. Yeah. And then say so it's a one year deal, so there's no risk there and but yeah, the Thomas one, I'm not I'm not really sure about that. I haven't really seen the contract like breakdown, but I mean I don't I don't know why you'd particularly want to sign a player who perhaps hasn't looked at his best for a good year, maybe two, and as just uh, torn his Achilles, it's a yeah six yeah. million. It's not like a huge deal, but it's a, it's I mean, a fair chance change, isn't it? Yeah, it's a deal that you'll notice on the cap. It's not necessarily like going to be the biggest deal they give out or anything, but it's a yeah noticeable deal and yeah, yeah. not one I, not one I'm like loving really. But you know, <laughs> we've seen it before with the Patriots, and yeah, exactly. You probably won't even be in the roster come <laughs> <laughs> come like the start of next season, but. No, it, guys?
0: Uh, the Jets have added more uh, firepower to their backfield with uh, Ty Montgomery, that's a pretty good deal I think, he wasn't bad as a running back and as a backup to Le'Veon Bell who can also
1: play wide receiver, that's a decent move Yeah, it, it's weird that Ty Montgomery thing because I sort of always quite liked him as a receiver and yeah. then he moved to running back and it's like the Packers sort of forgot that he could still play receiver because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think they were sort of crying out for a slot, good slot receiver last year at times and then it's like they forgot that he was there and could still do that job, but yeah, I think it's a decent pick up again. Not I don't think they're paying him a lot of money, are they? And no. Yeah, I think it's quite a low risk move for them and yeah, another another player that sort of could help Darnold out and maybe they can do a few things with.
0: The Jets have the Jets offence is starting to look sneaky good. You think you've got those two in the backfield, you've got uh, Jameson Crowder they also picked up and I like Robbie Anderson as a, a receiver. They they've got some firepower there now.
1: Yeah, for sure, and you know if I imagine they're probably going to add somebody in the draft. I would guess they pick up a receiver in yeah. the draft somewhere because, you know, this this draft class or the receivers is a, is a good group and I think you can get some good players in that second or third round. So, yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah I think they're... I wouldn't say I'm necessarily worried about the Jets up winning the division next year, but I think, to me, they are moving very much in the right direction. And, you know, if... If the Patriots do drop off a bit, I think the Jets are very much ready to sort of step up and sort of snatch a division title away. And you mm-hmm. know, maybe they're the ones to sort of end this Patriots run. Yes, I
0: think, yeah, I think they're the best, uh, most primed team, especially in that division, to uh, make a challenge for it. The other two, uh, I, I like the Bills, but they don't want to push for the title. And uh, oh. the Dolphins, yeah, yeah. the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, I don't don't think the Jets are like incredible, but I don't think they're a million miles away now. I think they're definitely... They're in a good position, aren't they, to build? Yeah. Yeah, they've got their young quarterback. and I think the Jets sort of next probably five, six, seven years just basically all revolves around Darnham's development. And if they can turn him into a quarterback, they obviously think he is. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the
0: schedule. It's been released today. Everyone obviously already knows the teams they're going to play, um, but they've now just decided what order they're going to play them in. Um, some tasty matchups. Week one's kind of a bit boring, I think. There's nothing really yeah. huge in week one.
1: Yeah, you got like what Patriots, Steelers, and um... God, what's the opening game? Packers Bears, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of what the opening game was. Yeah, you got them too, and then yeah, not... <coughs> Not that exciting, is it? But you know, yeah. it'll be football, and I think in some ways it's a good week to get rid of some of them, uh, maybe not so great matches because mm. I mean, people don't really care what games are on; it's just football. So yeah, I think really they'll take anything. Game, anything we can get, we'll we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree there. Actually, week two there's some tasty matches in week two. The Saints face the Rams for the first time since the playoffs. Um, have you seen the? Uh, I can't remember which team it did, but a lot of teams have done some really cool schedule release videos today. And I think it's the it's either the Rams or it might be the Panthers. They've released what a,
1: the uh, Saints Rams thing. The, the yeah, Falcons, the Rams running over the Saints. The Game of Thrones sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. the Falcons did it. Yeah, it's a, that's
0: it. Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, it's a very nice one. The Panthers have blown everyone else out of the water with a really really cool video game esque. Um, Scheduled release video which looks really cool but yeah Saints-Rams is week two along with the Browns and the Jets which should be fun that should be a really fun matchup I think
1: yeah there's some uh, yeah definitely some good games in week two yeah them sort of revenge games and stuff isn't it which is Mm. always adds a bit of something there yeah Yeah, week uh, five has
0: got the Colts travelling to the Chiefs Uh, if um, Hill is there then that's that's going to be a shootout I think that should be a great game
1: yeah I say I think I think I've said enough times that I sort of really like the Colts this year and yeah this this could be one of those games where we look at even five weeks in that's a bit of a preview of an AFC championship I think. I think yeah. these two are going to be right there. No, yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Um it's, it's under the Revenge games headline but Elo Manning versus the Patriots. Uh, I mean the Pats don't
1: get oh, Elo anymore do they? <laughs> I mean yeah I think we do. Yeah <laughs> I think yeah I think so yeah. I mean he's the only he's he's the one, isn't he? Like it's so annoying. It's uh yeah, I, I hope we win six thousand to nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not even so much that we're playing Eli; it's that for that whole week, it's always, it's going to be so much talk about those Super Bowls, and oh, you know, yeah. I like to forget they've even happened. So, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that one. I might have a holiday or something and just just cancel all internet for a week. <laughs> Uh week seven sees L Thomas
0: and his Ravens travel to Seattle. That'd be a fun game. He'll be he'll be desperate to put on a show in Seattle in his new purple and black.
1: Yeah, it's should be a good game outside of that on its own, shouldn't it? So like Yeah, yeah that that's a really interesting one and yeah. Who knows what the Ravens are gonna be because you know, I don't think they've got a receiver on the roster of that at the moment. But no, and also we're, I think uh, he doesn't really like to throw the ball, so Yeah, it it's uh, yeah it's, could be a good game and, you know, <coughs> I think, uh yeah, Thomas is definitely going to be out to prove a point, isn't he? I think he was proving a point when he was still on the team, wasn't he? So, yes. I think now he's uh facing them, he'll be even more up for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we have to wait all the way till week 16 before Le'Veon Bell suits up in the uh, green and white to take on the Steelers.
1: God, I can't wait for that. It's Christmas. Oh. Just before Christmas as well. I mean... I'd I like to be sort of as neutral as I can be on this, but oh, I really hope he knocks him out. I hope he has about three hundred yards, seven touchdowns, and knocks him out the playoff contention. That would be wonderful. That would be awesome, he, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's weird because you know, as a Patriots fan, I should probably dislike the Jets more, but yeah, it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think of Steelers as our as our like main rivals, really. But yeah, yeah, come on, Bell. Let's uh, hope. Well, then he should be up and running. Should be should be uh, all the rush of the
0: then. Yeah. The, yeah when are the
1: Raiders playing the Steelers when's that uh, I don't know actually
0: I thought they i thought I was sure they were but yeah um, they must be playing them at some point because that would be fun as well that would be just a week of media yeah. insanity basically
1: yeah Antonio Brown just on Twitter and Instagram just non-stop God, it's been a while just, since
0: we've recorded actually Antonio Brown has uh, revealed his true personality hasn't he yeah
1: it's as an asshole, basically yeah like, I don't really, I don't really know when it happened. I swear he used to be sort of come across as like, quite a nice guy. And then, yeah. But like, I don't really have a massive problem with it because I don't think it really affects his play on the field. I think he's still. Yeah. He wouldn't be the first player to have a massive ego, would he? But it doesn't. It <laughs> doesn't stop him working probably as hard as any player out there. So mm. I mean, if he's going to do that, that that's the only time when it's an issue when they're being a dickhead and then yeah, it's affecting him on the field, but. I think if anything it probably adds something to his game on the field and he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, doesn't it? Yeah. Um the schedule has shown us one thing,
0: that uh Monday night football, the Jets won twice this season while the Browns have four games in prime time.
1: Well, yeah. Imagine that a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, things are changing in the NFL, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be weird not seeing the same old faces, but also quite nice. That Browns team's got a lot of buzz about them, so
1: Yeah, I think they're they're probably going into the season. <sighs> I think they are... Their fifth um, favourites
0: currently with Skybet.
1: Yeah. The whole I mean, thing. I think they're one of the stories, aren't they? I think... Or, they might even be the biggest story going this season just because of like how it's been over the last few years. But yeah, It seems I'm not, mad, though, that they're the fifth favourite ahead of the Colts. You can get better odds on the
0: Colts winning than you can the, the Browns.
1: Yeah. Yeah, give me the Colts every day of the week over yeah. the Browns. 16-1 to 1 for the Colts. Yeah, it's... I don't know, I think... It's that thing of the hype, isn't it? And I mean, I I can't remember who we must have spoken about Beckham. I sort of lose track of when things happen, but we must have spoken (laughs) about Beckham. But yeah, we are. I mean, he's a great receiver, but I mean, they've got to get sixteen games out of him yet. And Mm. I mean, that's happened once in his five-year career. So yeah, I think people need to sort of like maybe calm down a little on it, just because you know a lot of things happen and a lot of things can happen, and you know, one injury and the sophomore slump is a real thing for quarterbacks in the NFL as well yeah and there's a stat like say from ages ago, but teams that improved by like five or more games yeah five or more wins I think the season after that improvement I think something like seventy five percent drop back wow. yeah well, and that I know sense, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah and I know that this browns team is probably a little bit different to that because you know this current roster is not that same roster that went oh in sixteen is it but yeah yeah it's yeah I think people probably need to you know take maybe a little step back from. <laughs> Browns and calm down because you know there's, they haven't been there before, and we see it time and time again where these teams that haven't been there before, mm. it gets to playoff time and they just can't get that experienced team who you know how to just grind it out, and they sort of see them off pretty quickly, don't they? But yeah, yeah we'll still just
0: won nine games in three years. Like, yeah, that's got to be taken into account.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you got a young quarterback who, you know, all the hype's there now, but you know he hasn't really. Face too much adversity, I wouldn't say as a Brown. No, I know. I'm not saying he hasn't had any or any through his career, but you know, when things start going wrong, I think that's when we find out who the real Baker is. And yeah, you know, definitely. he might thrive. He might. It might be great. But I think until we see that, it's hard to sort of say they're going to win the win a Super Bowl this year or mm. you know, the next two three years because well, there's a lot of good teams out there, and you know, they still got they still got to win their division, and the rest of teams in that division aren't. Terrible team, so you know. No, we're...
0: exactly. They've still got that to overcome. Yeah. Let's get into the mock draft then. The real draft is a week away. Um Daniel Jeremiah, who is NFL dot com and NFL media's and NFL networks kind of main guy now. Mike Mayock has joined the Raiders. Um he's released his latest draft. I think it'll be his last mock before the draft actually happens. So he's gone with Kyler Murray
1: at number one. To the Cardinals. Yeah. I think that's I think that's almost nailed on. Yeah yeah I, I do unless it's like the biggest bluff and <laughs> Josh Rose at Josh but I think to do it Josh Rose would have had to have been in on the whole thing yeah like unless it's a whole big bluff to try and get like the Raiders or whoever it would be to trade up mm. they are picking Murray it's it'd be if they don't pick Murray it'll be one of the biggest shocks that we uh probably ever see in the draft because it just looks nailed on doesn't it yeah, we had the Gridiron
0: Gents draft this week, and they did great, great work with that. Murray Murray went seventeenth in that draft. Yeah, that, the second I, quarterback drafted.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I really do like that Gridiron Gents draft, but I think sometimes people try and be a bit too clever because, yeah, I think I think Drew Locke was the first quarterback off the board, and yeah, one he is before Murray. Yeah, he is absolutely terrible. So you know, <laughs> I, I haven't actually released a quarterback uh, podcast yet from the draft stuff, but you know, you if you when you listen to that you'll. You know that we Neither of us are massive fans of the quarterbacks in this draft, including <laughs> Murray at number one. But yeah, Drew Locke in particular does not fare well on that one. So yeah, in that
0: draft, I drafted for the Seahawks and took uh, DK Metcalf at twenty-one because of the, some odd picks before me. I was more yeah. than happy with that. That's not yeah, ever going to happen in real life. Yeah,
1: if the Seahawks can get uh, DK Metcalf there, then they should be <laughs> yeah. just like just jumping around for that pick. Metcalf yeah. should
0: be in within the second of uh, yeah. <laughs> than being on the clock. Yeah. Um DJ's got Nick Bosa to go number two to San Francisco. That also seemed one of the most locked-in picks of the entire draft.
1: Yeah, the top two seem pretty nailed on. Yeah. But, I mean, there was some stuff come out about Bosa this week, you know, mm. the same sort of stuff. Not, not necessarily the greatest uh, character stuff, but, yeah, we don't need to get into that. But, you yeah. know, that's, that's the only thing that could maybe see him drop. But, you know, I don't think... NFL owners and stuff are more worried about your Colin Kaepernick sort of off the field issues than yes. this sort of issue because you know <laughs> don't want to like slander anyone or anything like this year, but you know I imagine their views on the whole aren't too far away from, from Boses you know
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of old white men yeah, yeah. Um, Jets 3 Raiders 4 Bucks 5 Oliver Williams Allen it could be any combination yeah. of those three and those three picks isn't it really
1: yeah I think there's some really good players up at the top of this draft. Such and I think they are. Players. Yeah, there's some, yeah, just some really good talent. And yeah, I think all these, if these teams, if it shakes out like that, I think all of them would be happy with who they got.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the Giants are six. DJ's got them taking Daniel Jones
1: at six overall. Again, when I released the um, <laughs> draft podcast, yeah, Daniel Jones also does not fare too well. <laughs> he is, yeah, I... This seems absolutely bizarre to me. But, six. When they've also know, got the 17th pick as well. Yeah, so Jeremiah obviously knows a hell of a lot more than I do, but <laughs> what this is, this seems absolutely insane to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's the Giants and Dave yeah. Gettleman, so this is probably
0: nailed on. They don't make sensible decisions. No. Um, they've got the Jags taking uh, Joanne Taylor, offensive tackle at seven. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, with uh, to keep thought- pay <laughs> Yeah, you got
1: you got you got to take a tackle. I think it's that thing, isn't it? You invest in a quarterback, whether it's a high draft pick or yeah. a free agency, you've got to protect them. So yeah, it makes sense. Got Jonah Williams going to the Lions at eight. I think they could probably go for one of those tight ends early and
0: spring a surprise, like they did with Ebron a few years ago.
1: Yeah, I think they're they're very they're one of them weird teams this year. I think there's a lot of needs for Lions, but I think Patricia in particular wants to become a real running team and yeah. it makes sense to do that by Getting investing the best in the girl. line yeah it makes sense but yeah i think Titan is definitely um a position that's open for them there yeah uh the, dj's got the
0: uh the best well the best uh Titans in the draft going number nine to the bills Hawkinson.
1: yeah he, he's one of our favorite players in the draft as well but sticking in yeah. with josh allen would be fun yeah it's uh I mean, I would, I, I love Hawkinson, So I hope he gets a better landing spot. To be honest, but you know, I don't want to see him go down the bus just because his quarterback can't throw to him. But you know, he's good, Hawkinson, But I'm not sure he can catch balls twenty yards over his head. But we'll see, we'll see how it goes for him there. If that you know, shakes up. I'm so excited for the Bills' season. I don't know why. I just love Josh Allen and the fact that he just, yeah. he's just a sort of random quarterback. Yeah, is, is it, they are one of the more interesting teams because you know they could go either way. They could. Realistically, go like pretty much close to 0 and sixteen, or yeah. they could somehow sneakily win like ten games. I just don't really know what they're going to do. I like they've got two running backs combined age of almost seventy. They're just, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they just throwing yeah. different at the wall. Someone's got to stick eventually.
0: Yeah, uh, he's got Devon White linebacker going to the Broncos at ten.
1: Yeah, I mean, Broncos need some offense, don't they? Surely. Well, all the talk is that they're going to take a quarterback, but <laughs> I mean. I think the right move is to not take a quarterback, but it's yeah. also Elway and he's gonna take a tall <laughs> he's gonna take a six foot five, six foot six quarterback. So, you know, I don't really see that who is that, out Mr. this I way. Thought? Is that Jones, isn't it? Is yeah, Dr- Yeah, Drew Locke as well, he's got a big arm, he's sort mm. of Josh Allen esque I would say. So, you know, that's I'm not cool. sure yeah, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a bit Josh Allen I would say. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, a quarterback goes off the board next. Dwayne Haskins goes to the Bengals at eleven.
1: I mean, if I was going to take a chance on one of the quarterbacks in this, in the first round, it's probably Haskins because yeah. he's quite an inexperienced player, but he's sort of shown like he had incredible like numbers at Ohio State last year. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't particularly like any of the quarterbacks. I'll say that, but I mean, if I had to take a chance, then I'm taking it on Haskins. But you know, and for the Bengals, it probably makes sense because. They seem to have a lot of trust in this new staff. And, yeah. you know, they're not tied to Dalton. And, you know, they seem to trust him a lot. So if they like Haskins, then I could definitely see it going that way. But, you know, this very draft reminds
0: me like, of the. Um, I don't know what his name is now. EJ Manual, that year, that draft, yeah. that class of quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, Money could be,
1: could be a really special player.
0: But the rest of them are all just a much of a muchness, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Um, and. So our conclusion on the the quarterback podcast was basically that we'd rather take someone in the third, fourth, fifth round because they're not much different to these players. There's, they're all a yeah. bit of a risk, and I'd much rather take that risk on a third rounder than I would these players. But you know, these te- some of these teams are obviously going to fall in love with them. But yeah, it's a weird, weird group, and there's some really good quarterbacks coming out the next two, two, three years. So you know, I mean, it's hard to wait because you know the, these coaches have got jobs to save, but. Mm. I mean, if, if, they, if they were making decisions on what is the best long-term for the team, I don't think many of these would actually be taking quarterbacks this year.
0: No, I'm just looking at the 2013 draft now. E.J. Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike
1: Glennon, Matt Barkley, Landry oh, Jones. What, what a group. <laughs> <laughs> God, well, that massive. is... Are any of them even backups in the league anymore? I don't <laughs> any of them actually got a job anymore, have they? Yeah, I, I can't think of any of them who got a job, have they? Oh, Glennon must Barkley. be in the league somewhere. Barclay might have, yeah. I think actually, I think Glennon might have got a job somewhere. I can't remember where it is now, but the Raiders—that's where he is. Oh yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's great. They're, but they've got about fifteen quarterbacks. In the lost think. So <laughs> yeah, they are. It makes sense that he's there. But yeah, Barkley <laughs> might have a job somewhere. Did, was he at the Bills or somewhere last year? I feel like Didn't he when the Bills last year, yeah, when they had that sort of run where they played like about four quarterbacks in like three games or something. I feel like he might have been one of them, but. Yeah.
0: Where Matt Barkley is, we'll be right back with the rest of our mock draft. Uh, Matt Barkley currently plays for. Wow, he's played for the Eagles, Cardinals, Bears, Niners, Cardinals, Bengals, and Bills. Nailed it. In, in
1: five <laughs> years, six yeah. years. Wow. Yeah, he's his. At one stage, as well, like the year before he came out, he was sort of like nailed on number one pick. That t- yeah. there talk the teams would actually like tank for him, which is. Absolutely insane now, isn't it? But yeah. So that was sort of... rated
0: as the top prospect in the, in the nation in the class of two thousand and nine. He was rated by top Rivals dot com. Quarterback coach Steve Clarkson described Buckley as a cross between Joe Montana and Tom Braley
1: Yeah, Ouch. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That worked out. This <laughs> <laughs> sort of shows just how how tough it is to project these players because yeah, everyone yeah, loves that Good against
0: college players, but it's yeah, it's yeah. a whole other world. Um, DJ's got Devin Bush linebacker back again to the Packers. Twelve.
1: Yeah, so another... Packers could
0: take anyone, couldn't they? Really, they're like the Lions. They've...
1: Yeah, they've got a lot of needs, and I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they go offense there, just because mm. you know I think there's something to prove for sort of Rogers and the offense. So yeah, I think going offense there probably makes a bit of sense. But yeah, Bush is a really good player and one that I don't think they would regret taking.
0: No, um, thirteen Rashawn Gary to the. Dolphins. I mean, it's a career killer. Whoever they pick, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's a tough one. It's a very sorry like for polarized. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like if a whichever wide receiver goes to the Ravens, isn't it? It's like, yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> mate. Like, see you four years out and get Anthony <laughs> a deal somewhere else. But yeah, Gary's a quite a polarizing <clears> player <throat> in this draft. So I've seen I've seen him mocked as high as about six and sort mm. of some out, not even in the first round. So. I think he could be sort of one of them stories on draft night where he drops and drops and drops but we'll see with him. Yeah.
0: Uh DJ's got Greedy Williams who is my favorite player in the entire draft. I don't know if it's because he's called wow. is a Seahawks fan
1: but he's going 14 to the Falcons. Yeah, I think that'd be a good move for them, man. Yeah, Quinn me-
0: isn't it? It's a Seahawks cornerback
1: style. Yeah, for sure. There's not many quarterbacks in this draft either, so teams mm-hmm. need a quarterback. I think mean, they, I mean, think mean, there's, I don't think there's going to be many teams that draft up in this, uh, um, sorry, trade up in this draft. No, just because I don't think the players are there, but I think if teams need a cornerback. They could be the ones that are the ones that making that move uh, on draft night. Yeah, uh, Redskins got Brian Burns, fifteen. Oh, Bra- Burns is another weird one because I swear in the Gridiron uh, Mock Draft that is mentioned earlier. I think he might have gone, like, two or three in that draft. Wow. It, it, well, it must have been three. No, maybe it was two. But I'm sure he went, like, really early in that draft. So, obviously, that sort of shows that there was a bit of a range on him as well. But, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a good player. And I think if you got him at 15, then the Redskins would be delighted with that. Yes.
0: Um, he went second. Yeah, second overall to the 49ers. Yeah. In That's... the, in the, in the, in the good-iron chance mock draft.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that'll be where it goes, but yeah, I think he's one that could be up there.
0: Mm. Uh, Panthers would take Andre Dillard, offensive tackle, 16.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. That it feels like for years they've been after a a good offensive tackle and been searching for that. So just paying you know. bums week up, uh, season after
0: season, haven't they? Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. It makes sense to try and just fix that and go for. Well yeah, one of the best tackles in the draft. So um, yeah, take
0: Montez Was is that Sweat
1: sweet? Yeah, Sweat, yeah, it's That's uh awkward name. <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, I think this is more likely where they end up picking a quarterback because they take one of the first, but you, you know you swap these two picks around or is that too early for I'm gonna call him Montez? Um I don't That's I don't it. think so, but I think I think there's probably maybe better players at that um yeah. spot. But yeah, he was one of the stars of the combine, so Mm. It might be one of them that sort of moves up and up as they get closer. Um, DJ's got Garrett Bradbury going to the Vikings at eighteen center. Okay, it makes sense with well a team that seemingly wants to run it, mm. and you know the amount of in that offense and Kirk Cousins in particular. It makes sense to try and protect him. So yeah, this this makes a lot of sense doing this move, making this move. Another team that struggled to sort of keep keep their quarterback quarterback upright. So, yeah, makes sense to
0: me. So he's, he's perfect for a Kubiak scheme, and that's, of course, where Kubiak is now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah, they could be a sneaky good offence, I think. Well, not that they've been a bad offence, but I don't think they're one that teams people think of as sort of like a top offence. But, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of talent there. If it, it comes right, then things could work out well there. i uh, have got some defensive picks now. The
0: Titans at 19 take Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle.
1: Yeah, they're... You know, this it's a is good, next it's to a, Casey? yeah, it's a good, uh, good pick, and yeah, he's a good player, a good player from Clemson. They have got some good defensive talent coming out this year.
0: Yeah, uh, twenty years the Steelers and they take Lonnie Johnson Jr. cornerback. It feels like they take a cornerback in the first round every year, and they just they're a bust most years.
1: Yeah, I think, it. I mean, if this if the Steelers really wanted a cornerback, I think if this was a situation, they'd probably trade back if they could, but. Mm. Yes, because it's this would seem a bit of a reach for me, but you know they need a quarterback. Cornerback, so you know if you need one, take one, I guess, and just if if he works out, you're not going to regret taking him at twenty, are you? But yeah, it seems a bit of a stretch to me. I mean,
0: your sentiments are almost entirely completely matched DJs. This is higher oh, really? than the S Johnson rated, but there's a lot of buzz right now, and the Steelers need need this position, so why okay. not take him? Well, here we go. <laughs>
1: NFL if you if you're listening. I mean <laughs> just I I love it. I love this podcast, but I will jump ship <laughs> for all the NFL money just in case uh, they weren't wondering. <laughs> uh,
0: twenty one is my Seahawks, of and has got them um, has got us taking Jeffrey Simmons defensive tackle.
1: This he well, he is probably yeah, he might be the most polarised player in this draft because you know, he's had some awful issues. Like, he, uh, I think he had some stuff where, well, there was a big fight. His sister was having a fight with another girl and ended up hitting the other girl or stuff like this. But this is a few years ago. And, you know, I think he's, you know, you can't necessarily forgive someone for it. But, no. you know, I think he's uh, come out and apologised. And I think, if you hear about me, he's a bit of a changed man. But, yeah, he had a, yeah, he suffered an ACL tear in, so, just before the combine. I can't remember exactly when, sort of, it's start the of the year, anyway. Oh, there you go. And then, um, yeah, I think if it wasn't for that, then he'd probably be going top 10, I imagine. So, getting him at 21, I think, would be a great move. He might not even play first year, but, you know, he's, I think he's got the talent to... Yeah, he's he's a great player, and I think he's got all the talent in the world, so I think this is one of them. You know, like, um, who are the players... Who did the Seahawks... Um, sorry, the Jaguars get in the second... Um, oh, the linebacker. Yeah, oh, I can't think of his name. I want to say Miles Jack... Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. that's him. And uh, yeah, he fell like the second round. I think this is yeah. one of them situations where, you know, I think looking back, he would have gone a lot higher. And I think mm. probably looking back, Simmons would have probably gone a lot higher if we did one of these redrafts, I think, in a few years' time. I think Simmons is one of the players that could jump right up to the very top of this draft.
0: Again, just padding your CV here. Five years from now, Simmons is, could be viewed as the best player for this draft class, is what DJ says. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see. Well,
1: like, honestly, NFL.com please get con- in touch yeah you know I'll, <laughs> I'll you can contact me through like the first and second <coughs> account if you want or whatever if you want to get me just yeah just hit me up you, you probably need some more people now like Mayock and stuff have gone and, exactly yeah you need know, to refill their stocks you know I'll, I'll check my schedule and I, I might be able to make it next week if you really need me to <laughs> uh, Ravens at 22 he's got them taking uh, Clellan Farrell yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I feel like a lot of mocks have had them taking a wide receiver, but mm. I mean, I don't know if they need a wide receiver when they're only going to throw the ball five times a game. <laughs> just... <laughs> get anyone to catch that ball. Yeah, just this this probably makes a lot of sense to me. He's, yeah, he... I think he fits what the sort of Ravens would want to do. And yeah, I really like him. I think he's a good player. And yeah, I think this would be a good move for them.
0: We're at 22. We've not had a wide receiver go yet. One goes in the next couple of picks. But 23 is the Texans, and they've got, he's got them taking Cody Ford, defensive tackle. They need someone
1: to protect. Watson, yeah. I think,
0: 62 sacks last year.
1: Yeah, I think it's an obvious pick, isn't it? Them going offensive line somewhere. Yeah. That, uh, they've got Best lineman protect. available. Yeah, they've got to give Watson a chance. And, you know, they have to <laughs> this. Yeah. Uh, 24, the Raiders. Noah Fant, tight end. Yeah, I think I love fan, and well, I love both the Iowa Titans and this fan and Hawkinson. So I want them on the Raiders idea. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least they'll be fun, won't they? Like in, <laughs> in Vegas and stuff. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of good for the league if the Raiders are good, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think they are one of them teams that is a good thing as they are good. So you know, I, mean, I don't it's mind they Jared Cook as well. Yeah, I think yeah fan. Is a really good player, and I think I think he'll make any of these offences better. So, yeah, mm. I think that would be a good pick for them there. Uh,
0: 25, the Eagles. Marquise Hollywood-Brown, wide receiver, I mean, the Eagles.
1: This seems really high for me. Yeah, I, for, I to think, be
0: the first receiver off the board as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've just signed Deshaun Jackson, and they sort of do the yeah. same thing. And I don't really know the point of this. Up like, like When we did our wide receiver podcast, we basically said, I don't know why the Eagles have signed Deshaun Jackson when they could have gone out, <laughs> out and got Marquise Brown so <laughs> I mean I don't know why they would sign both of them so it, it wouldn't make any sense to me to do this and you know they've they spent they spend a lot of money on wide receivers this year I think the Eagles so yeah, with jeffrey with Jeffries well, Aguilar's not on a cheap deal either it's, yeah I don't to me it doesn't ring. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for the equals-to-go wide receiver. But, again, DJ knows a lot more than I do. But, well, maybe he doesn't, you know. He's <laughs> copying me, isn't he? We'll Probably out. I had my analysis before and he's just copying me. But, <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, this seems a bit of a weird move to me, that one. But, as, especially with all the wide receivers out there, I don't know how he would be the first one off the board.
0: Yeah, that's that's the odd thing about it for me, the, the name there rather than the actual position. Um, yeah. Culture 26, DJ's got them taking Jonathan Abraham's safety... Uh, to to
1: pair off with Malik Hooker to form one of the best safety groups in the whole league. Yeah, this this would be a good move again. At twenty six, getting Abram, I think that's a good good spot for him. And yeah, I think he would really help this Colts, well, young Colts team, isn't it now? But the Colts are in a position where they don't
0: they can just pick the best player. Yeah,
1: like they've, and... they've somehow gone from
0: one of the worst teams uh, player wise in the league, depth wise, to being looking like they're pretty loaded.
1: Yeah, I think we'll see him take a. Sort of a receiver or someone to help out luck somewhere in the draft, but yeah, I think that would make make a lot of sense there to yeah really help that defense that was sneakily good last year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Twenty-seven of the Raiders back on the clock, and they take Chris Lindstrom, guard, from Boston yeah. College. Again, it, I think mean, it's a good guard, and I don't think there's sort of tons of, sort of offensive line talent in this draft. So, yeah, if they feel they need that, and say it wasn't the best. Uh, Last year, was it, the Raiders' line? So yeah, it made yeah. sense to sort of try and bolster that. And yeah, he's a good player, and you know, at twenty-seven, what their third first-round pick of the yeah. rough of the year, and you know, I think it'd be a good pick there. <coughs> um,
0: five picks left, and the first one of those is the Chargers with the player with the best name in the
1: draft, Rockyson. <laughs> yeah, I was to say it's a, it's a good name. That's one. <laughs> if anything else, he, needs, he deserves to go in the first round just so it can be announced. doesn't Yes. He? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, again, it makes a lot of sense for sort of what they want to do and the way they're playing. And Have they still got yeah. Jason Verrett, the Chargers. Yeah, I believe so. But he so gets he can injured. Play football. He's amazing. yeah, he just injured. He plays two games and he's out for the season, doesn't he? It seems yeah. like. But yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to go for someone like him. Yeah, definitely. And if if um, Verrett is fit, then you've got a really good quarterback group. Yeah, and I'm, I imagine Verrett sort of coming to the end of his deal there so I imagine it's one yeah. of them sort of you've got a replacement there already if uh, he does go yeah uh, another cornerback off the board next to the Kansas City Chiefs Byron Murphy yeah again I think there's it's another, it's another decent cornerback and I think there's probably three cornerbacks that are sort of worth taking in this draft and yeah he's probably the third of them so makes yeah sense. it makes sense the Chiefs have that need don't they so you know I think, yeah, it makes just a lot of sense in that spot to take him there. <laughs> this one seems odd, but it probably does make sense. The Packers at 30 take Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean, sort of, the position makes sense, but as I mentioned earlier, I think <laughs> Drew Locke is terrible. I mean, he's a terrible, terrible quarterback. And I mean, I think people don't realise how old Rogers actually is. 35 now. Yeah, he's sort of quickly creeping towards 40. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't sort of... It's not like he's showing the signs of age, but... I, I think not exactly
0: the most um, durable
1: of quarterbacks. No, either. and if they fancy a quarterback in this draft, it sort of makes sense that maybe if they sit for like two, three years, but in that time, then maybe he's ready to go. Like it's, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but for me, the actual quarterback in that spot is just a terrible, terrible quarterback.
0: It would be <laughs> yeah, nice for them to have a bad quarterback. They're going from Favre to Rodgers for like the past
1: thirty years, whatever they've had. Yeah, I think I think it's time. Probably last like year. Yeah, probably like the Patriots. People think it's time for <laughs> the Patriots to have a bit of a downtime. Yeah, I sort of think the same with the uh, with the Packers. <laughs> uh, the Rams, are 31. El Elton Jenkins. Yeah, again, guard. again, it makes sense, doesn't it? There, that sort of team. There, they're definitely a run-first team, and it makes sense to just get a player who can help with that. And yeah, he's he's a really good guard, and yeah, he can definitely help this help the Rams do what they want to do. Someone's got a block for. Uh, Malcolm Brown <laughs> yeah Todd Gurley's injured <laughs> yeah and 32
0: of course the New England Patriots taking Dexter Lawrence defensive tackle
1: yeah I mean it won't be the first time they've taken a uh, defensive tackle at that sort of end of the first round I think they did Malcolm Brown in the yeah. same spot a few years ago and he's he's of team now so yeah this will make a lot of sense I think I like Lawrence I think he's a good player and be, that would be the third I think that's the third Clemson defensive lineman to come off the board in his yeah. um, mock draft so that's yeah they're a good group and yeah, I like Lawrence a lot so there you go and that is our first round according to Daniel
0: Jeremiah we're kind of in lockstep with that aren't we really there's no massive, I mean the the quarterbacks aside um... yeah
1: and I, I think it's more that I don't like the quarterbacks more than I don't think they'll be taken because right. I mean they will be taken and we yes. see it every year so Everyone I likes mean the it's more yeah I just don't <laughs> think any of them are really going to be a success but you know they will get taken regardless but mm. that's the only I think there's some. I think it's one of them drafts where I don't think the top end talent's necessarily like the best. Although there are some good players up there, but I think it's quite a deep draft. And I think um, yeah, all, ev- a lot of positions you can get a lot of good players sort of later on. So I think it's a very that,
0: deep defensive draft, is not it?
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably why you saw like wide receiver the first one taking like twenty five in this because there's a lot of good players, and I don't think any of them are necessarily like standout like superstars. But I think there's a lot of sort of good good starter level players and I yeah. think that's probably why you you could probably still get some really good players come sort of day three in this draft yeah I think
0: so, I don't think there's any chance the Seahawks pick in the first round we've only ever four picks in the draft I'm almost yeah. certain they trade out the first round and get pick up some picks for later in the draft that's what they like to do anyway and especially this year
1: yeah I think I think if Simmons was there then I think he'd be a very intriguing prospect I think hmm. I mean if if Say the Patriots got him a thirty-two, I'd be absolutely delighted with him. Right. I think, yeah, I think he's got some off-the-field issues, but yeah, I think he's a real. I think he's one of them players who could be a star in this from this draft, and you know, right that Clark who's also got off-the-field issues. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think the Seahawks would be the worst place for him. I, don't, I think he I think he could do well there. And yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if the Seahawks <laughs> didn't taking him, I think he should be very happy about that one. Well, there we go, it's happening, all happening next Thursday, Uh, What in the early hours, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things, I used to stay up like every year for it, but you know, it sort of depends what's happening, I would say, whether I stay up (laughs) for because you don't really miss a great deal by just, you know, catching up in the morning to you, (laughs) it's not... No, not (laughs) at all, I mean, this the first kind of
0: 10 picks that I really focus on, because that's where shock things happen, and after that, it's it's, uh, precision of guys I've never had up before.
1: It's a very weird event because there's so much sort of fanfare around it, but when you boil it down, it's a very boring night. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's quite dull, isn't it? But yeah, no.
0: It's in Tennessee this year, or Nashville. Should be a little bit more kind of upbeat and a friendlier atmosphere, wasn't it? In Philly last year, and that's not the friendliest place in the world, is
1: it? You no, know, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Goodell will still come out to booze because you know, <laughs> it's Roger Goodell, so you know, he probably yeah. deserves it. So yeah, he does, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think it'll probably be a little bit friendlier this year. Yeah. Uh, so the Wembley tickets uh, are on
0: sale now, or the you can register interest for them. Uh, Bears and Raiders kick us off on the, October the 6th. Uh, Panthers and Bucks on the 13th. Bengals at Rams on the 27th of October. And then we finish up our four games with the Texans at the Jags. So are you going to go to any of those?
1: I mean, I'll probably... Well, I've had a season ticket for like the last, well, however many years they've done them. Yeah, I've had like that season ticket every time, but... I say I don't know if I'm just getting a bit—I don't—I don't know if it's ungrateful or what, but <laughs> it's sort of I feel a bit like the schedule come out. It's like, oh yeah, good. Sort of, I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite sort of interested in going to go and see the uh, Spurs Stadium and how that works all the NFL stuff. But you know, I'm not. <sighs> yeah, the Panthers I mean, and
0: Bucks is the one that's kind of piquing my interest because it's at the Spurs Stadium
1: and it's two teams that I like to watch, or they've got players on there that I like to watch. Yeah, I don't think we've got bad matchups this year or anything, no. but I just—I mean, I'm not sort of. <coughs> Super excited about any of them, but you know, Hmm. I I should should be. I'm I'm happy to just go and watch any. But I think it's probably because we haven't really seen too many good matches of these last few years in London. I think yeah, we must be due some good ones. So hopefully they come this year. And yeah, there's there's definitely potential.
0: potential. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, with the season well after the draft happens, it's time to start uh, fancy drafting players, especially for. Dynasty Drafts. Um, Dave, where are we at
1: yeah. with our front, uh, Dynasty Drafts? Leagues? Well, so anyone that registered interest already, well, unless someone's done it since I sent the uh, invites out <laughs> last week, has got in one of the drafts, so if you've registered then, you know, check emails. So I've heard back from a few people, but yeah, most of the leagues are yeah pretty close to set and, you know, I'll be chasing them up this week. I've had a bit of a busy couple of weeks so I haven't really had a chance to properly chase it up, but yeah, this week I'll be chasing it up and yeah, you know, might need to fill a few more spots. But yeah, we're pretty much set and then, you know, we're getting the draft order set and next month we'll be drafting Oof. them. So yeah, so yeah, pretty interesting times. We've got three leagues in the end, so that's that's pretty could be really for a much better turnout for that for a brand new start league. So Drafting in May. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I think I've quite will do it then, just because you know, it sort of almost fills that gap, <laughs> and, and and it's sort of where they're different. I think mean, we can you can do it that bit earlier, and yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah, fills that gap before you know all the other fantasy stuff, anti- fantasy stuff sorry kicks in. Yeah, and you know, I'm looking forward to doing these. That should be good fun yeah definitely
0: um, so we will be back um, maybe next week me and Dave are going to speak offline about maybe doing something live during the, uh, during the draft we can figure something out there maybe a, a Twitch stream or a YouTube stream where you can come and chat to us and talk about the draft as, as it's happening maybe and not until too late obviously because we've both got jobs and uh, lives but um, <laughs> so look out for the look out for our Twitter um, which is what Dave? Uh, it's at ten underscore and also on our Facebook page uh, we are first attend 10 on that. Uh, so keep your eyes on those for all the links to anything that we do kind of live, uh, it'll probably be YouTube, because that's nice and easy to set up, or yeah. Facebook Live, something like that. We will do something, and we'll bring it to you, and you can come and join us and chat to us and have a jolly old draft time if you can't make a draft party in your area or um, somewhere similar. Um, if you get us on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating review. They're really important to us. They really help us uh, get more availability. Um it it just it, it just bumps up the ratings. But iTunes are doing something in the very near future where they're changing their entire s- well, uh, system, basically. Uh, so podcasts are gonna have their own separate thing and it's should be easier to get rating views and find new podcasts. So keep an eye out for that. But until then, just review us. Five stars please. Yeah. We
1: we yeah, we yeah, we sort of lack a review to blate aren't we? So mm. you know, any reviews that that are People do. Yeah, we very much appreciate
0: them. Yeah, they're really good to read. They're always fun to read. Our last one, yeah. actually. We had one on the 13th of April, just a few days ago.
1: Oh, there we go. That's uh, bad, from
0: though. Atwood10. Really great yes. lads. Great podcast. Enjoying the draft series. Thank you so much. I wish you well. I am ready. Good evening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <sorry>.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's from uh, you Sean Atwood.
1: Regularly ask some questions. Oh, right. I, I, think he, I think he used to ask questions... Normally, about something I'd said in a, a group chat or something in, in, our fantasy, in our fantasy league. So, yeah, thanks, Sean, for that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah,
0: we will look out for us next week. We'll, we'll do something live. And if not, we will definitely be back next week reviewing, uh, even if it's just the first round of the draft, we will do something um, yeah. next week for you. So, until then, Dave, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from you.
1: Bye. And we'll see you
0: next week.